Welcome to Higher Love, the podcast, where we share an intimate, honest, and entertaining look at 30 plus years of love, life, and marriage. How have we managed to keep our relationship smoking hot without burning it down over the past three decades? We're your hosts, Reggie and Jody Howard. There's no topic we shy away from. Join us, because it's about to get real. Hello, and welcome back to the episode. Oh, we started? We have started the podcast episode. Oh, you didn't tell me we were starting. We do this every time. We do testing, testing. One, two, three. Testing, testing. One, two, three. Then I play it back, Yep. and we hear that it's good, and then I press record, and we go. Oh, are you sure? <laughs> Quite positive. Hmm. So... um we had some unexpected excitement in our household this morning. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All is well. Everything is fine. However, comma. I feel like I'm still, um, what is it, calming down from it, or still like, I feel like I drank a bunch of coffee, and I don't, I don't drink coffee right now. So um, I'm just feeling a little. She drinks decaf to be. Precise. precise. I do. I that's a whole nother conversation that I quit coffee. Is it? Is that what the next episode's gonna be about? Oh, I don't know. Maybe my choice to quit coffee, because that's so exciting. But no, so this morning when we go downstairs, the first thing Reggie says to me is, What's the first thing you said to me? Did you eat all of this? All of this what? Chocolate. Did you eat that whole bar of chocolate last night? Was what you said to me. And I immediately was like, no, I didn't. I had just opened the bar of my dark chocolate from Trader Joe's that I love and maybe had three little squares last night and left it on the little table by the couch, which I don't TV in front of the TV, which I really, I, I don't know if I've ever done that before. I, I guess I can't say never because I did it last night and this I'm shaking my head up and down. This wouldn't normally be any sort of concern, except our older dog, who's 14 now. Yep. Little, he's 13. He's 14. Little tiny thing, about 18 pounds. Happened to come downstairs before us, which he doesn't usually do, but Lily was sleeping in because she stayed up late last night to listen to the new Taylor Swift. Which one is it? Um, speak Now. Drop. Sure. <laughs> Anyways, it was like all these little different things. Does this mean we can sue Taylor Swift? Well, I'm wondering. You think Taylor? It's not me. Not it's not me being lazy and forgetting to put my chocolate away at night. Well, Taylor we're... Swift hadn't when dropping stuff at midnight, keeping children up till all hours of the night. She would have been up with her dogs because that's what she normally does. Because the dog sleeps upstairs with her, and we come downstairs, and the outermost wrapper is sitting there and yet the foil wrapper and the chocolate bar itself which was like three-fourths of it was missing gone was gone and we're looking at our oldest dog who again he's this tiny little thing and i'm looking at him going did you in the hour that he's been up maybe attempt to eat an entire bar of chocolate dark chocolate 72 percent cacao not so good this is not good man so, so T-Swizzle, we're coming for you. <laughs> so in started. Hold on, let me make, make a, 
to all the Taylor Swift fans out there listening to the show, I am just kidding. <laughs> I'm not coming after Taylor Swift, so do not send hate mail to my house. And to all you Beyonce fans, because, you know, Beyonce's people, they just like to join in and jump on people just because. <laughs> so since Taylor Swift and Beyonce have sung together at some point in time, I am just joking. So Beyonce people don't be coming. Beehive, leave me be. Okay. I'm glad you clarified and put all your dis disqualifiers or what is it? Disclaimers out Disclaimers. there. Disclaimers. Yeah. T Anyways. T-Swizzle, Beehive, it, just kidding. It is not a good feeling to think that- You killed your dog? Yeah, <laughs> probably not a good feeling. That you possibly, because you were eating chocolate and left it out, possibly killed the 14-year-old dog. And this is the scenario. Why do, why, does, why do we immediately go to like the worst case- thought process and I'm looking at him and he's he's like sleeping he's looking just fine so I immediately search up like what would be the signs and symptoms then I call the vet and one of our other questions is since when does the vet just immediately say yeah can't help you there you, you gotta, need to call you, poison control and I was like wait how, a minute how can a veterinarian not have like <laughs> now give me just some basic answers. information yeah, immediate like, answers still recommend me calling po poison control but just get some basic information from me. And I thought that was kind of low rent, to be honest with you. But the only thing that would have been worse if they just said, Google it. <laughs> just Google what to do. WebMet, WebMD. So meanwhile, all that Reggie kept saying was, well, the rapper, like, he, did he eat the whole, like, foil wrapper too? Like, there was no evidence. And I think that was the part that was throwing us both off. That the lack of evidence other than the outer wrapper was... Yeah, it was hard for me to believe that this... This so think of a Mr. Goodbar. He was bigger than that. That's what I'm saying. Oh, and then the giant times size. three. It was the giant. Is gone wrapper and all, everything but the outside wrapper, the aluminum foil wrapper that encases the chocolate is gone, but the actual paper part is there to let you know it was once there. So it was just hard for us to believe that the dog ate. All of that. Not just the chocolate, but Everything. the wrapper. And there wasn't any evidence on the ground near near anything. And and can we re add in the part that he doesn't have a lot of teeth? Like all of his front teeth, he again, 14 years old, he's missing quite a few. He still has teeth, but they're all in the back. And he can't really like normal things he used to eat that he'd chomp off the floor. It, it's really quite the challenge for him. And But, but mind you, this is the dog that when I make eggs in the morning and I'll put some eggs in his bowl. He might have 40 pieces of dog food in there. I put that egg in there. He will eat nothing but the egg and there will still be 40 pieces. He finds his way he through finds his, his way. He does. So it's hard for me to believe that he wouldn't just find his way to that chocolate without digesting the paper that could not have tasted He's good. really good at that. And so uh, meanwhile, I'm making these phone calls and Reggie started to sleuth around and somehow decided to look under the couch. And not Far even, away from not even exactly because we looked immediately right where the possible spaces were under the table, under the couch, on the side where the food had been left, the chocolate bar had been left, but it was all on the other end. And sure enough, thank goodness it was there. He had opened the wrapper. He had licked some of it and we think his licking is what forced it under so the couch saved his life is what we're hoping we're thinking but i still made the calls we've been watching him all morning and he hasn't budged he's just been sitting there 
looks just fine, but I'm still kind of recovering. I'm trying to figure out where you're going with this on how does this get to sexual innuendos and sexual innuendos lame jokes, which is the <laughs> where you which you, is the call sign. Where you come in. That's my content. It's not. It's just me releasing what is top of mind so that I can get to the next topic. It's just like me, like oh, you're doing a cleansing. I'm doing just a yeah. I'm doing a little process, a verbal processing out for for the world. And so that's kind of it. Well, I personally think he wouldn't get into so much stuff if he hadn't gotten fixed because then he's. Oh, so here you're trying to now make some sort of there you go. something about there something. You um, so. Oh, you think they can hear that? So he's fine. He's all good. He's great. Mm. And um, yeah, had a fun call with poison control, but that's all good. Yes. The dog that consumed rat poison as a puppy. Yeah. And survived just fine. It's true. He, he's got a little stomach of steel, that little thing. He looks like he could barely handle much, but he's quite, quite impressive when it comes to what he has ingested in his life. And now this will just be added to that long list of crazy things that that dog has ingested. As long as he makes it through the day. He does. We're done. We're good. We've passed the point of concern. Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but what I was recently thinking about and which by the time this airs, it'll be, well, who knows when people listen to it, right? So we're just in the continuum of the non-continuum of time, I guess, of just like it being whatever lapse of time it actually is. But what I was recently thinking about was- Ooh, what? I'm very excited to hear. Loving day. Back in June, June oh, 12th, is that the interracial exact, couple thing? Yes. Oh, they made the movie about that. We watched the HBO movie, That's and if right. you haven't watched it, it's definitely worth the watch. And if you don't know what Loving Day is, it was well, it's June 12th is when it's celebrated now every year. But it was basically the date when back in 19. 67. Year I was born. Yeah. I think that's the part about this that I find so interesting is how this is literally your lifetime. I mean, I wasn't quite born yet, but this is like a recent, <laughs> this is present history. This is not something that was, you know, up until 1967 in a majority of states, I think almost 20 states, interracial marriage was illegal. And the story of the couple, um, Lovings or their last name, Mildred was her name. I'd have to look up his name, but sorry. It's not important. Well, no, it is important because it happened to both of them. They got married and it was here in Virginia where we live. They got married here in Virginia and we're not aware of the fact that it was technically illegal and it wasn't just illegal, but they were like brought before court. They were sentenced to jail they were thankfully ended up being able to flee to DC. So they left the state since thankfully DC is just right here. They left the state of Virginia and were basically never going to come back to their home, to see their family, to see their never even cross state lines again so that they could at least take refuge in DC. And while they were there, they decided to start petitioning and writing letters and, um, Robert Kennedy was one of the individuals that they reached out to. And it took, I think, like nine years from when they were first married to the 1967 marker when it was considered and it was deemed legal. Kind of like the ERA. 
well, that has still not quite <laughs> made its way. But no, no, listen to this. So, so what it, what it was written was that this now the freedom to marry or not to marry a person of another race resides with the individual and cannot be infringed by the state. Wasn't that nice? Isn't that nice? Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's absolutely. And every year that it comes around, I just like kind of, it gives me pause and it gives me like, how in the world is it? And it, it goes to now for, it goes much beyond, right? It's like, this was one step, right? Interracial and then it's same sex and it keeps moving. And you're like, how is it ever the state's decision of who we could or could not marry? As long as you are two consenting adults, how in the world was that? I mean, I know how, like, like I like I know the history of the country and I I get that, but I just always find it very upsetting that this it's very was unnerving such a recent occurrence and it's unnerving to think that who knows with all the other things that are recently being overturned, <laughs> like like <laughs> yep. I mean, it, to me, that's the that's the part that should scare these things that. People look at now and they go, I just can't believe that's crazy that that could ever happen. It's like some of the stuff they're doing now is kind of crazy. I'm in the moment thinking crazy. I can only imagine what my grandkids are going to be thinking when I go, what the heck? What were y'all thinking? Well, you, we hope by then it writes itself and, mm. and the ship is not just completely turned upside down because I just find it unsettling, right, to even be in a space. And maybe it's because we live in the state that this this occurred in because it is within our lifetime and it is the reality of our marriage that there was ever any time that someone could have just legally said. Well, I don't know. For me, it becomes more believable every, every day when I see some of the insanity that goes on and how people, how they're obviously nut jobs running around but yet there's enough people to go oh yeah i want that person representing me in washington dc and i want them having an impact and influence on the the law what of happens our in my household what happens that yeah i want that and it's like these people are nut jobs they're just freaking they're they're there's nothing uh looking to build coalitions or looking for the right solution for all it is it is when you get into the mindset of my way is the only way, then that leads to decision making that is look you look back on and go, that's just insane. How in the world? And you just have enough people who are just looking at the end. I want this one issue or this one thing to go my way. And I will ignore all the other insanity that goes around that, that these individuals will do as long as I get my one thing. And they don't they don't see the bigger picture. They don't care about the bigger picture. They're only concerned with their one issue or their one thing. So when you have that kind of mindset, yeah. Crazy shit gets on the law books. Yeah. It it does. It just it's it's beyond unnerving and it just opens up this whole space of how in the world does anything like that Again, I know how it happens, but it just becomes into this space of I get to choose, right, who I marry and who I don't marry and how I marry and how I don't marry and if I marry, if I don't marry. And it just, you know, the thought of these individuals who, you know, not that long ago were completely like literally, you know, 
taken to jail, sentenced to jail, and then their children on top of that. And it and it just comes back to this space of like when you feel like, okay, we've made progress or we've done stuff. And then it, it gives you pause and it makes you go, okay, where is, okay, yes, to some degree we've made progress. But in another degree, you're like, I don't know, what is this still, you know, the fact that there's still any sort of concern or consideration that you and I did marry or should marry or could have married or whatnot. And even now in this day and age in 2023, is that what we're in right now? The year of Jordan. Oh, it is the year of Jordan. There you go. Oh, I hadn't thought of that. Did you just just decide to name that yourself? Yeah, I just did. Yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. Just like that. So I don't know. It was just it just really kind of gets me and irks me and um makes me make sure that I'm voting and getting out there oh, that's, that's, paying attention. That's what happens though. To... You start you take it all for granted. You you take your freedom, you take your you take these things for granted. And you don't realize that no, it's a constant struggle. It is a constant something to be aware and alert. That and it, to, there's no way to just yeah. You can't just assume everybody thinks like you and will make common sense decisions the way you do or see things the way you see them. And you just assume things are going to work out. And that love is love. Period. The end. And the state has no business determining or deciding who and how love is represented. Love is love is love. Like, how did that... Oh, just gets It's a me. slippery slope. It is a slippery slope. Gets me upset. Gets me bothered. Gets me angry. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> well, it does. Because it's like, you know, like I think of how the struggle we went through on a, you know, more like family level and, and uh, quote unquote, friend level or community level. But then having to have to dealt with that on a freaking state level or a federal level, like that's a whole nother ball game that it's like, yeah, okay. So you have a family member who thinks we shouldn't get married. Well, screw them. We don't care. That has nothing to do. We just won't invite them for Christmas and we're not going to go vacation at their house and we're just going to separate and release. Oh, we're still inviting them because I want the present. <laughs> we're still going to just like not pay attention to that individual. And again, you know, mind our business, but then to be in a space where there is something federally or state infringing legislation laws into my relationship and into my decision-making process of our marriage that just, I, I can't imagine what, what they went through back in the early sixties and what that must've been earlier like. than that. Well, right, but this one couple, like they were like, right. They, I understand beyond that, like there was much, much, they were just one couple and just kind of a kudos and a little bit of gratitude to them and loving day itself that supposedly now people were trying to make it a um, holiday, but it hasn't been passed. But I think every June 12th, we should do something very special. I thought we did. <laughs> was that what you were waiting for? for that me. little that little yes. innuendo space is what you were that's all i'm looking for it's all you're looking for in a, in a podcast episode yep. but if you haven't seen the movie it's on hbo it's definitely worth watching reading about them their struggles what they went through how they created this overturned or how they brought this into the awareness and the intention of attention of you know that this is just not right. And this is just jacked up. And we have them to thank for at least that window of time of 
overturning the laws in however many states that, and I think that also just speaks to, right, though, what one person or one couple or one family or whatever, that also speaks to that, what can be done and what can be accomplished. And when you feel like you don't have enough of a say or you can't make a difference, it might take time. It might be, I don't know, this was nine years, right? And you can imagine back then, like the letter writing process, the all of these things, this turnaround time, but that they had that tenacity and they had that drive and that belief that they could actually at least attempt to make a difference because I would think that would feel rather insurmountable, you know, at the time that they weren't even probably, you know, how could they have the two of them figured out how to overturn because they didn't have legal back, like they weren't a family of, you know, affluent or had any sort of, right. They were just regular people and but that's what it takes sometimes it's like regular people have to realize you know if not me then who yeah so it is it's inspiring for somebody else to do it for you right inspiring to take action and to move the needle forward as you can in your world in the ways you can even if it feels like everything else. And I think that sometimes is what people get this defeatist attitude of like, oh no, or now, like right now when things feel like, oh my gosh, they just, you know, overturned this or overturned that. What can I do? And it starts to feel a little overwhelming that it's like, no, you can do things. You can pay attention to what's going on on a state level, on a local level. You can get an actual awareness of what is happening in these decisions that are being made and participate. And you can still write letters or make phone calls. Yep, do something. You can still do something. Don't just sit and watch and wait for somebody else to do something. Yeah. Yes. So that's on my mind today, but I wanted to just celebrate. Um, I want to think, I, I want to make sure I get his name before I just sit here and say. So we call it, are we going to call this episode Loving Chocolate? <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Hopefully by then I, I, I don't know. Will we? Maybe <laughs> I'm putting that out <laughs> because that would be, um, it'll make me chuckle when you send it to me, Richard, Richard and Mildred loving Richard is his name. So thank you to Richard and Mildred loving and, um, yeah, for making us be able to be here without having to put up a fight and do it ourselves. <laughs> we appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Check out Loving Day and check out their story and um, do something. Do something that you feel you can make a difference and you never know what it might change for others and the long-lasting effect it might have. That's very cute. I think that might be our first political podcast episode. Well, I think so. It was kind of slightly. It wasn't like super heavy, but yeah. Interesting. All right. Thanks for listening. Hope you had a good time. Takeaways. Oh, are you still going? Are we doing takeaways? I, I think I just did. I thought we were going to do a wrap, wrap up. No. Don't I, feed your dog chocolate. Well, yeah. Don't let your teenagers stay up listening to Taylor Swift. There's a whole bunch. All your teenagers staying up super late to listening to Taylor Swift. Don't eat chocolate on the couch. No, we can't. That's not a takeaway. I always get to eat my chocolate Don't on tell the couch. bad about Beyonce or Taylor well, Swift. Well, that was you. But yeah, most of all, just I think it's. And get out there and do something. Yes. All right. Have a good one.
Thanks again for joining us on this episode of Higher Love. We look forward to seeing you next time. Until then, be sure and follow me on Instagram at Essential Jody and friend me on Facebook. I'm not on social, but follow Jody. She'll keep you up to date on both of us. Have a great day. Have a great life. Peace out.